Okay, boys, take one. Dum 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 be do be dum 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 be do be dum 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 be do be dum. Whoa 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 whoa. Put on your baggies and rajas too. It's the Beach Boys Boys, the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf, surf rock, rock group, group. Hosted by your boys, Pete and PJ. And PJ. I tried to get it there on there. There you are. I said the wrong thing, though. You tried to get it on there. Yeah. 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 That's me, too. That will happen. Yeah. Um, I hear you. I can't. What? No. Mm, uh, what? What? We both tried are to. We, are we going to do the thing where we yeah. talk at the same ahead. time to save time? PJ, um, please. Go ahead. Okay. Um, if you would start talking now, that would I be nice. I can't not hear their lips flapping at the beginning mm. of that song now you know it's so crystal clear i had already forgotten about that yeah <laughs> we've been i peek behind the curtain like we like we like doing with our mm-hmm. favorite uh paid subscribers yeah is uh it's been a couple weeks yeah since pj and i last saw each other and last recorded that is accurate. we only see each other to record this podcast and mm-hmm. we've talked about boundaries before that is purposeful yeah yeah i mean why would I want to see this dumb motherfucker anytime else, huh? That's right. Well, we only see each other at these podcast tapings, and then when we go see our favorite uh, local Beach Boys cover band. Yeah. 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 They're so good. They are. They're amazing. Very good cover band. I'm really glad. Shitty podcast. Yeah, I'm really glad that that band actually has nothing to do with that podcast, because yeah. I fucking hate the podcast. If they band started the band, I'd never listen to them. Yeah, exactly, right? Me too. That would be an awful idea. But every Friday night they have a residency down at the uh, down at the Elks Lodge and down at the uh, Anaheim there, Elks Lodge number yes, four ninety three. That's, right. that's right, just down uh, old uh, Grand uh, Budapest Way. Yeah, Wes Anderson's an Anaheim native, so they yeah uh, they name a, a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of streets named after his movies. Yeah, Rushmore Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, that one leads all the way to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Legend has it. Beverly Hills is named after. Yep. it's not in Anaheim, but uh, he. Little known fact, he was a PA on Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. See, I thought that was just the neighborhood of Beverly Hills. No, I don't you think were so. About. Oh, okay. Hmm. No, 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 no. I think it's, it's that one street. You know. You got me. I don't know streets, brother. Yeah, that's fair. You're I just, I just follow the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever a surf is good that day, Peter's gonna be there. That's right. That's PJ. Mm-hmm. That's correct. That is correct. How have you been, PJ? Fill me in on the life of you. You know, I have been uh I've been good. Just mm. mowing lawns, uh yeah. shoveling snow. Oh yeah. The neighborhood kid eating pussy. The neighbor <laughs> The neighborhood kid pays you twenty bucks a weekend to to mow lawns and shovel snow, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's got quite the racket going. That's cool. Yeah. Well, he goes around and knocks on everyone's door and asks if they would mow <laughs> Yeah. Mow his lawn and shovel his walk. The problem is it's getting in the way of my real job. Yeah. Um, I've had to call in sick pretty much every day yeah. the last Which is two, three mowing weeks. snow and shoveling lawns. And shoveling lawns, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's worth it, but this kid this is point. pretty cool. Yeah, well, and also your parents told you that you had to. Yeah. Or his, 
sorry, his parents told him that you had to. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can't really argue with that. I know. I just don't want to, I don't want to make his parents mad at him. Yeah. It supplements his allowance. Yeah. So. That's only fair. What are you going to do? I only live off of other people's allowances. That's true. You know that. Well, the only reason we're doing this podcast is because we're living off my allowance. Exactly. I mean, I earn my. You do earn your keep. Yes. But, and I forget in the exact language it's very similar to the kid asking you to mow mow mm-hmm. his lawn hmm. interesting yes but uh in any case <laughs> uh the allowance is we actually should talk about this um because i think it's important to get everything out there for our fans yeah especially so, the patreon subscribers yes very similar 66 dollars a month or mm-hmm. a 500 one-time payment for mm-hmm. a single episode yeah uh 66 dollars a month by the way gets you access to the entire package back catalog yeah. and a free download of the entire beach boys discography yeah. so and um really whichever deal seems better to you right um and if you donate 67 dollars a month we mm-hmm. send it all to you on vinyl yeah that's the second tier yeah 66 dollars yeah 67 dollars mm-hmm. or once again the 500 one yeah what do you what is that in canadian dollars oh uh how many toonies that's at, le- at least a few about dozen. 34 toonies and, yeah. a, and a loony. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in there. Something like that. Yeah. So um, my parents, though, this summer, very similar to the neighborhood kid yeah. uh, who's coming around and knocking on your door asking if you would shovel his walk and mow his lawn mm-hmm. uh, for his allowance money. Very similar to that, my parents um, have decided that I, uh, my allowance is going to go away over the summer. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and that I won't even have a chance to earn it by doing chores, but I, it's a, it's a terrible catch 22. My allowance is going away and I also have to get a job mowing lawns and shoveling walks over the summer. And so Hmm. that might put a little bit of a crimp in the podcast over these summer months in terms of us not quite having the, uh, financial backing for our lavish, uh, production value, which it it is is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we need you to subscribe on Patreon. But um, that would be nice. Yeah. Patreon.com slash the boys. Yeah. I mean, and that is of really just funding the our, boys of the beach. Yeah. That's just funding our debt from past episodes, the Patreon. Right. Because we are in the hole. Yeah. Well, so they um, gave me a credit card. Yeah. With a limit on it and said, that is your allowance for the month. And, uh, and then I use that credit card to open another credit card. Yeah. And so Which we're deep just in a credit card. Financially makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, any any decent credit card company will say, you already have a credit card. Yeah. We'll give you another one. Exactly. And so once you get like five, six, nine of those racked up, um, there's nothing stopping you from getting more of them. Yeah. And and from what I understand. The, the bright side, though. Yeah. I have a lot of Delta Miles. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. The, also, the other thing about credit cards is mm-hmm. you don't have to pay those back. Uh, yeah, I think you pay them back. Um, well, my parents told me that I am going to be paying mine back by mowing snow, shoveling lawns, yeah, et cetera. Right. Uh, I'm not honestly Waxing sure boards. how a yeah. how a fucking poor person would do it, but thankfully, I mean, they just said it. It's fine. It's taken care of, is what they said. But I just I have to spend the summer not getting not getting an allowance. Yeah. To quote, That's one learn my lesson which honestly i'm not sure what they mean no 
And then also, I mean, to, it's a credit card. It's free money. Yeah, to pay it back, which also I'm not positive what they mean. But uh, apparently, really by the end of the summer, new credit card. So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good so, for the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the show, you know, I just I wanted to bring that up with you that we might be forced to go on a little bit of a hiatus there for a while while I'm out sweating in the sun with my buds in, you know, just rocking out to right. the sounds of Kokomo while I uh, while I mow the lawn in my in my raches and baggies. Yeah. Okay. Which is the uniform of the uh, lawnmower. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also it works out perfectly because during the summer, mm-hmm. um, I actually got drafted recently. Oh, really? And so yeah, Ooh, I have, I have to you go. and Carl both. Yeah. Luck of the draw. Yeah, exactly. I have, so I have to go overseas just for the summer, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, teach That's some kids cool. Spanish or some shit. I don't know. That's you got drafted. <laughs> you got drafted to go. Yeah. Overseas. Mm-hmm. And teach kids Spanish. Yeah, some shit like that. You so you got drafted to go be a. A ESL teacher. Wait, no, <laughs> a Spanish teacher in a Spanish-speaking country or a non-Spanish-speaking country. See. Si. Oh, okay. In Nam, you got drafted to Nam to teach Vietnamese yeah. children Spanish. Yeah. Okay, that works. Now I'll know what all those old hippies are talking about. Mm, when uh, they're talking about Nam. Oh no, when they're talking about Spanish. Mm. Yeah. How often do you think old hippies speak Spanish? Yeah. Uh, all the time around these parts. In Poco. Yeah. Oh, right. California. Mexico. Got it. Yeah. Nailed it. You know, those old hippies wearing their gold chains and, like, white wife beaters. Kind of tan. Lots of, yeah, lots yeah. of old hippies. Mm-hmm. Lots of old hippies doing that. You know, sometimes. Driving around in their low riders. Yeah, sometimes they, like, wear, like, a like a big, um. Carhartt or like Dickies style yeah. button up shirt, but yeah. only button like the top, the top two button. buttons. Yeah. And then the rest of it is down though. But then like there's also a, just like a bandana around their wrist. Yeah. And almost. I might be off base on that last one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was about. Uh, almost always wearing Timberlands. Mm. Yeah. Tim's. Yeah. yeah. As they call them in the. You know, last time Spend I checked, Tim's were my favorite uh, potato chips. <laughs> oh, last I checked, Tim's was my favorite donut shop. Mm. Yes, fine. You're all about Canada today, Pete. Yes, PJ. I love the maple flag and the maple leaf, and uh, especially the maple uh, cookies from Trader Joe's. So, yeah, I am. I I like to think, and this is a little joke I make. I'm about twenty percent Canadian. <laughs> it's just a joke That's I make because yeah. I like maple leaves so much. Oh, and my family is just like like growing up. This is. I'm glad you asked yeah. about this. Actually, me too. Growing up, I. Uh, I always just had a, I just talked about maple leaves all the time. The mm-hmm. first time I saw a maple leaf, I said, maple leaf. Yeah. My first words. <laughs> right. And so when like. When you were 26. Yeah. yeah. And my mom always said, it was, it was so funny. She always said, Pete, you're like 20% Canadian. <laughs> and we just cracked up uh, all the time. Like around funny. the family dinner table. We'd yeah. have to serve jello some nights because we were laughing so hard at that joke that. We would choke on our other food. Yeah, Jello and just so, slides right down that gullet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so um, also a natural aphrodisiac. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Only the green flavors, though. Yeah, you taught me that. Actually. Yeah, like lime or yeah. like green apple, maybe. Do you remember key lime pie does not work? Yeah, you should know. That's yeah. interesting. Only the like natural green flavors. Yeah. Do you remember that time we ate a bunch of green Jello and then went and visited the uh, Wilson family home? 
Hmm. Maybe which time? Yeah. That we ate oh, that's jelly. true. Because in my mind, I was thinking about October third uh, mm-hmm. of this last year. That D- time that we 2018. did. Two thousand and eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. That does sound familiar. Now, don't get that confused when when we went October fourth and did had done the in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. 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 And then October fifth in twenty sixteen. Yeah. So on and so forth. Yeah. You get it. Uh, I do. I do vaguely remember that. Um. I think that might have been the day, though, that we had the key lime pie and where we learned that that one doesn't Yeah, work. we just weren't that yeah. horny. And that was disappointing, honestly. But Nothing makes me horny like, a, okay. you know, eating some green jello and then watching that green M&M. Oh, baby. Oh, boy. Is that the J.K. Simmons one? Oh, yeah. I yeah. love his sultry, okay. sultry mm-hmm. voice. Farmers. Yeah. Speaking of being 20% Canadian, mm. which happened <laughs> five minutes ago. That's what they say about me. Yeah. That's funny. We're both wearing kind of Canadian tuxedos right now. Yes, we are. Are you yeah. wearing denim on the bottom half? I am. Mm, good for you. Yeah. Although yours has stars, which as as a as a Canadian, a kid. So okay. So those an are, Anglophile. Those are bleach stains. Oh, <laughs> they're really specifically. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank what you. would a what would someone who is obsessed with Canadian culture be called? Because someone who's obsessed with English culture is an Anglophile. Someone who's obsessed with Japanese culture is a creep. <laughs> what would someone who's obsessed with Canadian culture be called? A a a maplephile? Canadophile? Yeah. A hosehead? Mm, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. That's it. I think we got it. So, yeah. And your star, even though they are unfortunate bleach stains, uh, they still offend me because I wish that the bleach had just gone slightly in a slightly different direction yeah. and made it into little maple leaves all over yeah. your shoulders, so but yes, we are PJ. I, uh, I'm almost positive about ninety percent of my wardrobe is denim. <laughs> oh, same. Yeah. Or at least the part of the wardrobe that I actually wear every day. I uh, yeah. I yeah. I think I'm in the There's same boat there. I'm going on a uh, a trip soon. Yes. And uh, oh, where to? You're leaving Anaheim. Denver. 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 Yeah. Denver, Colorado. Denver. Yeah. As John Lennon would say. Yeah. Um, famous John Lennon <laughs> quote. I yeah. love I love when John Lennon said, "Oh, that dingo eat my baby." Yeah, yeah, I know, right? That is my He's favorite so song. Funny. Yeah, that when was... he and Yoko got married in yeah. Denver, it was so dope because yeah. they like they wore the white suits and they landed, and then they like laid in that bed, and then John got uh got his first edible brownie, and that was funny. Yeah, and he walked out of the pot shop, and all the pop, arazzi was outside. Yeah. Flashing, flashing pics, mm-hmm. and, and flashing he and Yoko, and yeah, and he and Yoko were like putting their hands up to like cover their eyes, and he was in the white suit, and he like had this giant ass pot brownie in it, and the 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 TV news got him, and the only thing he said is he lifted his hand, and he went Dinva, yeah, yeah, which I think Denver, yeah, is uh, the B side to imagine. Yeah, it's his most famous quote. Yeah, that's also I think the original lyrics to that Christmas song that he yeah. wrote. Uh, it was all about Denver initially. Yeah, and it was about Christmas trees. Get it right. And then Yoko said, "Hey, savvy move. Let's turn this into a song about real Christmas trees." And yeah, John said, "It is. It's yeah. about weed." What are you and then about? that yeah. went back and forth for. Yeah, about forty minutes. He was always wearing that uh, white T-shirt that said Denver, Colorado on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his other one, <laughs> his other one that said Mile High City. Yeah, and he always thought it was really funny. Yeah, he would it point had a, at it, and it had go, a winky face on it. Yeah, he would point at it and say, "Dinva, yeah, yeah." 
Not that that accent was good, but it no that it got was, way worse every single time somehow. That was great, Peter. Oh yeah, okay. I practically thought John Lennon was here. Mm. Well, maybe he should be on the show sometime. Yeah. If only we could find a video of him, and then we could do that fun thing where like we play a clip and pretend we're talking to him. Yeah. But then he only ever says Denver. Yeah. 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 Denver. Yeah. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. And then he thought it was a real bust up when Paul got busted with uh with pot with all that pot in Japan. Yeah. And then they asked John <laughs> they asked John if he'd ever tried pot and he went, In Denver, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you had to equate the size of that pot brownie that he was holding, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I I only look at the pictures that the pops took uh every other day. You see you mm-hmm. looked at them freshly today. Yes. How how big is that pot brownie? So, do you know when you get the the pot brownie mix from the store? Yeah. And then they make you add your own, like, eggs and pot? Yeah. So, usually that calls for, like, either an 8x8 or, if you want, like, kind of a thinner brownie, maybe mm-hmm. a 9 by 13 Yeah. So, imagine that day you wanted a thinner <laughs> imagine. brownie. Imagine. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, imagine that day you wanted mm-hmm. a thinner brownie and use the 9 by 13 Okay. And so then, like, imagine you cooked yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. It's funnier every time. Imagine. Yeah. Picture in your head that you cooked it. In a boat on a river? Yeah. yeah. Double fantasy that you cooked it <laughs> and then pulled it out of the oven, waited for it to cool, and then took a spatula and, like. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm. Um, yeah. Regale me, Peter. Regale okay, me. so then you took the spatula and like you put it down like in between the crust and the pan yeah. on one part, and then you did that again right next to that same part, mm-hmm. and then over and over again all around the edges of the pan. Yeah, and then once you did that, you kind of took the spatula and yeah. you, <laughs> you tried to then what, Peter? And you and you sort of like stuck it underneath the brownie a little bit, uh-huh. and then you did that all the way around. So then it was like a little bit up on all of the sides. And then, and then you took like a cutting board or maybe like a paper towel, laid it out on the counter, oh, paper towel, flipped over the nine by thirteen, and kind of like tapped on the back, and then the whole brownie fell out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then you take the pan, let mm. that soak in the sink in some hot water because that crust that's gonna stay on there oh, for a while. Yeah. Oh boy. And then you take some saran wrap, wrap it all around the entire thing without cutting it up. And then put like a sticker on it that has a price and like some info about how many THCs milligrams are in it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, put it in John Lennon's hands as he walks out of a pot shop. And that's pretty much the size of it. Okay, cool. So edit point. <laughs> <laughs> what? Edit point for what? Oh, that's just where. Um, when You're you, gonna take when, all of that out when you start now. talking. Oh, so restart yeah. the podcast, and okay. then um, yeah, edit to there. Uh, Got I it. I think that'll be okay. If you want, man, <laughs> up to you. Our last episode, you did me dirty. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did I do? There were well, the last released episode, mm-hmm. several moments that I. I was not joking when I asked if you could edit those out, and mm. they very much were in the show. No, I'm. I think. Uh, no, I think I took them out. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah. Did you now? Did you listen to it before you oh, no. released? Oh, okay. Is you, that what editing is? You never listen to the episode. No. You just never look have. at the computer and kind of edit randomly. You yeah. just do it by feel. Exactly. You just look at the waveform and are like, "This seems like a good part." If this there's a waveform like that seems angry, part. I take it out. If there's one that right. I'm like, "Huh, it's a pretty good waveform," I leave that one in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, waveform. What are we talking about? The Beach Boys. <laughs> I wish. Uh, also, uh, I forgot. Um, I have to say our um, catchphrase, uh, which is uh, 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 the Beach Boys. Boys, great news for your commute. Okay, got that out of the way. And so um, now we can move on to to our first this segment, week's first segment, which, which is, is Beach Boys news. Play me out, Beach Boys Peter. news. What is our Beach Boys news song? I legitimately don't know. Uh, that one from the first album that's like DJs talk over it. Ah, yes, I need to write that song down because I forget every. Because we time have this conversation have every me. time, and I don't. And it's actually the name from Surfing USA, and it's actually Surf Jam. Is it? I feel like it's not this one. No, this is right. Let's give it a second. This week in Beach Boys news, we've got not one, not three, but two appearances in modern pop culture. Oh, I, I totally forgot about this. Peter, you you can say one of them, but the Toy I Sto- only know one of them. Yeah, right. The Toy Story Four trailer recently came out and uh, features a oh, song prominently really? by the Beach Boys. Is that right? That is correct. It is now the song. Beach Boy. Who's your favorite toy? <laughs> PJ. Mm-hmm. Beach Boy, who's Beach, my favorite toy? Beach Boy, PJ, who's your favorite toy? Is that toy? our next segment? Beach Boy, who's yes. your favorite toy? Mm-hmm. That's our dating show that we're working on. Yeah. Beach Boy, who's your toy? It's uh, gender, it's all gender and uh, orientation inclusive. Yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah. That's why it's toy. Beach Boy is non-gender specific, uh, as the Beach Boys meant it when they named themselves that. Yes. And who's your favorite toy is also non-gender specific because anyone can have it fuck toy yeah you can play with any any genitals yeah that's right as far as i'm concerned it's all a toy mm-hmm. um so love is a toy and a game and a battlefield mm. yeah anyway a toy story for a commercial pj uh preview sorry oh, it's not a fav- commercial whose favorite toy who's your favorite toy my favorite toy you know that um potato head that was really mean of you peter oh <laughs> fuck you dude all right, that's my favorite. That's my favorite Toy Story related joke. Just calling you. Just calling. Just getting catching fools. Yeah. Just catching fools in the act. How how would you like it if I did it to you? Hey there, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts, doesn't it? I love, love Tim Allen so much. His yeah. new show is amazing. Did you know? Yeah. That he should be able to say home the improvement right? whenever he wants. Oh, he should be able to say yeah. the N word. I like I like that because segment. Because if he in... can't reverse racism, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's cool that you agree. Mike Love agrees too. I think I saw him tweeting about it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I love that new show he's on. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm. There. Uh, he's a hunk. Sexy little boy. Oh boy, the sexiest little boy. That's right. Everyone had a crush on him for all of the nineties. I had a crush on him while I was sniffing. Was my he alive in the nineties? Fruity markers. Yeah, he's, he's on that show. Is that he's PJ, like thirteen. Do you think Home Improvement is on now. 
Oh, I see. You're just catching reruns. It's a brand new show. Oh, wow. All right. It's just 90s influenced. I don't even know what you're talking about. All those... Oh, okay. You really do still tuck your flannels into your high-waisted Lee it, jeans, it huh? Looks... <laughs> yeah, I based my wardrobe off On of what Al JTT Borland. is wearing. Oh, okay. And Al Borland. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of a mix between... If you... Yeah. Sometimes PJ's... I wear flannels that are too big and go down to my knees and then shorts. Yeah. And sometimes I tuck in my uh, flannels to my tool belt. PJ's Tinder bio is, you know that one dream that you always have about Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Al Borland sneaking into yeah. your room at night? I am that dream. The best of both worlds, baby. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but no, I catch that show. It's on. Yeah. They should play about four episodes a day on TBS. Yeah. And yeah. it is the most consistent show I've it's ever seen. It's always on right when you get home from school, too, right? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. It's perfect. Interesting. When you're eating your cereal, your honeycomb exactly. crunch. I eat my dry cereal. Mm-hmm. And then um, yes, after- sometimes orange juice on that bitch. Uh, well. I'm allergic to... Oh, apple juice. Yeah. yeah. I'm allergic cool. to apple juice. So. You're allergic to oranges. And oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's why I can't eat Apple Jacks or Fruit Loops. Yeah. But uh, after all four episodes of uh, Home Improvement are over, which, why not just make one long episode well, and it was, put them all at the same time? It was during one that you saw this this apparent advertisement yeah. for this new film, Toy Story 4? I don't really remember the number. I was um, hoping you would. Um, but you know, it's definitely how I heard- not two, but it yeah. also might be not three, and yeah. it's not one. You know, how I heard about the Beach Boys was I was watching my other favorite brand new show, Full House, and they mm-hmm. made a guest appearance like 12 times. Really? Yeah. The boys? Yeah. Interesting. Which which boys? All of the boys. Every single boy? Every boy. Did they, uh, were they all lined up five in a row, mm-hmm. and then they had on pants that were connected at the hip. Yes. And then a shirt that was one giant shirt all the way down all of them. You're and a they Full were, House fan too. They were quintuplets attached yeah. it attached at the hip. Yeah. That's yeah. just like the boys okay. are. Cool. Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah. That run of twelve episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good twelve episode so run. So funny. There weren't if I recall correctly, they didn't have any of the main characters on those episodes. It was just about the Beach Boys. Yeah. Oh, for, interesting. for half That's a cool. season. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite episodes, um, of like the Batman TV show were always when the Harlem Globetrotters came on and then it was just about them for like yeah. a, a whole episode. Yeah. Those were the best ones. Yeah. Don Knotts also appeared on mm-hmm. one, which was excellent. Scoob and the gang. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that yeah. band that does. Uh, Celebrate good times. Yeah. This should be our theme song, it man. Should. This thing's a fucking jam. Fuck that. Let's go. Let's be the cool in the gang gang. <laughs> That's our next podcast, Peter. Hey, there you go. Um, but cool in the it'll it'll be about cool in the gang and sex advice. Yeah. Cool in the gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. uh, the other yes, appearance Toy of pop Story culture. Part. What song? It was God Only Knows. <laughs> what? It's real. Fucking why? Watch it. It's weird. Okay, I don't think I will. But yeah. Okay. So in the second one, or should I go and then you'll wrap us up? You can go and then I'll. Okay, wrap up. the second one is and spoiler alert because I know all of our listeners will just die, but yeah. we're just not even going to try and hide spoilers for the movie no. Us, the Jordan it, Peele. If if you have not seen Us yet, uh, and you give a shit, press the forward button like three or four times. Like yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll play Celebration when we're done talking about it. Okay. Yeah. So um, so Us has uh, a great Beach Boys drop in it. 
It does. Um, that is great. Like so, it's when the the Tim Heidecker. Yeah, it's when the White family gets murdered. Yeah, and um, right as the White family is getting their throats <laughs> cut, um, the the song kicks in and it's honestly fucking great. A phenomenal it's an song. Drop. Yeah, yeah. And my favorite part about it was that Tim Heidecker's character is exactly who is listening to the Beach Boys now. Mm-hmm. Just like an old guy who hates his family and just drinks all day, and then is just yeah. like, I just want to hear the like Beach Boys. And like, out of touch, and is like, remind me of the good times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The good times when I got laid to this song one time in 1983. Right? Yeah. And the actually, my very favorite part of that drop, besides that I just love an idiosyncratic drop where it's like, oh, yeah. a, you know, whatever, Beach Boys song to, to yeah. yeah, choreographed people dying um, and super bloody murders. Uh, is it was honestly just really really awesome to hear that song in a theater mm-hmm. with like great sound going. Yeah. Because it sounds fucking incredible over theater speakers. It did. It I, made me want. It like made me sad when it cut off. There were just parts because I, I wanted never to heard listen before. to it. Yeah. And I was it like, it was so great. I thought it was like a different version at first. And I was like, no, this is the normal yeah. version. But it did sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all that. And what was the third one now? There, oh, there was the just third. two. The third cultural. I, I said not one, not three, but two. Oh, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You talked over me as I said. Is that it, all, so PJ? <laughs> and that has been yeah. Beach Boys News. Beach Boys News. Over the wire. To Under the fence. Radios across the country. We have breaking Beach Boys news. The Beach Boys out with a new album. Brian can't sing still. Carl and the Passions, out today on record shelves. Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Perfect segue. Wow, I can't believe you thought of that. Uh, So the record we're talking about today is Carl and the Passions. Whoa. uh, Out in uh, 1973. Uh, The year of our Lord. Yes, Yes. and uh, it's about Carl and the Passions. And um, are you ready to talk about it? I'm ready to talk about it. First, I want to say... Can I... Carl seems like the least passionate one, so it makes sense that it's Carl and the passion. Um, yeah, Is it 1972? Yeah. What's did you weird, say 1973? I did. Mm. What's weird is that... What's weird? Carl and the Passions was the name of Brian and Mike's band. Carl was not in it. Because he was like 11 years old at that time. That's pretty It was killer. their like first band name, which is wild and weird that Brian would just steal his brother's name for a band name. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally had a band name where it was both of my parents' name and my name. Yeah. yeah. Accidentally. How did that happen? Uh, an accident. So I had a band called PJ, Paul, and Mary, mm. who um, my parents' names are Paul and Mary. What? And uh, it was a joke name. Cause and it was just a joke about, about PJ, um, Peter, and Paul. Exactly. famous uh, British new wave 60s psychedelic band the guy who sings like this was in it <laughs> yeah johnny rod yeah nice uh the passions though is a great name for a band mm. and was not taken by anyone until a band in 1978 that sounds yeah. like the perfect it sounds like a very 70s band but like, the passions is a great band like name, elo so. should be named the passions or something yeah yeah so it's either it should either be that yes, or like a fifties like girl group. Yeah. Yeah. So Carl and the Passions, we see PJ for the first time in several years since Bruce several. Johnston came into the fold. Yes. We are seeing a lineup shift, seismic, earthquake, oh, shit. groundbreaking. Yes, I know. Oh my god. 
So it was all started by Denny uh, breaking his fucking hand. <laughs> of course. And there is... How? Yes. So that's okay. where it gets interesting. Yep. Okay. So there are several different accounts. One of them is obviously the true one, but for some reason there is another a second account i have to imagine there's the truth and what denny told everybody well d- no there's just denny a second account that comes yeah. out of nowhere okay okay tell me so tell me which one i'll try to guess which one is the real one okay one of the one of the uh explanations is that he hurt his hand so he didn't break his hand he like he like cut it so bad he like cut nerves so that you oh, couldn't yeah. use the hand for like two years until it all healed mm-hmm so, um, or he couldn't use it well enough to play drums. He played yeah. piano at the time, and I'm honestly not sure how that's possible. But well, so chords, I guess the I first uh, first explanation I would guess is jerking off too hard. Okay, so that's number one. Yeah, there's three explanations. Okay. <laughs> number one, he jerked off too hard. Yeah. Number two, he jerked someone else off too hard. No. <laughs> uh, Your number parents two, to the show, Pete. <laughs> oh yeah, long time. Yeah, long time, first time. Yeah. Number two chainsaw accident Whoa. number three punched a glass window oh it's punched glass window is yeah the real one. but chainsaw accident comes up in an official capacity at some point i also would not be surprised if it wasn't it's for yeah. sure that he punched a there's window. like one chainsaw accident and like three punched a window yeah and so like just because of numbers that one has to be it but it's in rolling stone in 1972, I have to imagine he had a chainsaw accident. I have to imagine they couldn't be like, yeah, he got mad because he's a fucking alcoholic no, okay. drug addict and he punched a window. Okay, so there's so also would not be surprised if it was actually a chainsaw yeah. accident because Denny's fucking crazy. There's a lot of weird stuff. Okay, so here's the like the most the uh, the most full the fullest explanation. Yeah, is from this modern drummer article that was written like way after the fact, but was pretty detailed like it yeah. was basically it was written as a retrospective in the 80s when he died um so they say he sustained serious injuries from an accident where he plunged his hand through a glass door um and then mm. there's a quote from like an official dennis wilson facebook page that says denny explained his hand injury in 1971 which oh, is before yeah. the rolling stone thing was okay. referenced yeah and it's a quote from him saying, I walked into the house, threw off my wife's clothes, ripped off mine. It was cold, and I went to slam the door, only we just moved, and I've forgotten that the door is made of glass, and I put my hand right through it. Huh. The, I don't, like, I don't yeah. believe that either, No, though. I think the, like, real account is that he was just, you know, fucking drunk. And yeah, put his he, hand he was the door, coked but, up, and he punched through a window. But, yeah, so, but it's just weird that, like, ostensibly those other things were known, but in Rolling Stone, they... They went with Chainsaw. And they just kind of say it in passing. Like, it's literally just to explain the new band members saying yeah. Dennis Wilson had a chainsaw accident and now is just playing keyboards and singing. Like, they don't go into it at all, and they don't say where that came from. Yeah. Very weird. Huh. So, that interesting. Is weird. But, um, yeah. So, Denny now cannot play drums. Of course. So well, he couldn't before, but... Carl, yes. So, Carl... Uh, and Mike, maybe, or their manager, the Riley guy, I forget mm-hmm. who exactly it was, but were hanging out in some club and saw this British band called The Flames. The Beatles. Oh. Or no, sorry, South African band called The Flames, and were really impressed with the drummer and the uh, guitar player. 
and Carl wanted to bring some new blood into the Beach Boys because they were yeah because they sucked. they were stagnating. Excuse me. Yeah, and Brian was only you know growing further away, even though Surf's Up was kind of a high water mark for his involvement, but it clearly took like an insane amount of work for him to be there. Yeah. So he wanted to bring some new blood into the band. Can I ask a quick question? Please. I don't want to interrupt your story. When does the doctor guy come into the picture? That's, oh, that's a good question. That's coming up soon, I think. Yeah, what's his name again? I forgot. Uh, I know. Paul it's Giamatti. very famous, yeah. I, uh, Landau. Eugene Landau. Yeah, that's right. Eugene Landy. That's what it is. Landy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so starting in the 70s, but let's see exactly brian 75 is his okay. first treatment so, so actually right after brian's comeback quote unquote okay is when he'll show up or right around then right okay so uh so carl and jack riley really dug these dudes ricky fatar and uh what is his name gary marshall so ricky fatar was the drummer and then gary um, marshall was the gary the marshall drummers. was the other guy yes Ricky Fatar, and then Blondie Chaplin was the guitar player and singer. Pretty dope name. Who they recruited. Yes, dope names both ways. Yeah. So, uh... Terrible name for a band. And they, yeah, and they originally the just hired them to tour with them, because yeah. that was kind of the immediate concern. But then once they went into the studio, Carl invited them along just for fresh blood. Yeah, because he was like, energy. you guys are way more talented than anybody in this group. That too. Yep. Although, yeah, so Denny kept singing and uh, playing keyboards and kept writing songs yeah. with uh, Daryl Dragon. <laughs> way before Captain and Tennille. So Daryl Dragon was their yeah. keyboardist for like starting in 70 or 71 and then met Tennille because she played keyboards for them like on another leg of the same tour. Oh, wow. And they like met at like a one concert where they just were both there. That's crazy. And then we're like, hey, we dig each other. We should start something. And then like two years later, started Captain and Tennille and became insanely famous. And I do like Captain so, and Tennille. Yeah. So credit the Beach Boys. Yeah. They wow. got them together. They also uh, got Charles Manson and Tex Watson together. Well, true. Yeah. One, you know, one one good, one bad. Yeah. They're about even. I mean, yeah, all those murders were great, and then Captain yeah. and Tennille. So I have a couple photos to show PJ of the Beach Boys at this time. Oh, one more quick member update. So those guys are added as official members, and Bruce Johnston leaves at this time. Oh, okay. Uh, he, at the time, they all said it was uh, like mutually agreed upon. Like he just wanted to move on, yeah, and go do other music. And they said, "Cool, thanks but, for being around, buddy." But what was said later? He's claimed later that he got kicked out by Jack Riley, who just didn't really like him. Yeah, um, but. That's, I mean, I don't like him either. That's kind of murky at best. Like, it was some of everything, probably. Yeah. Like, it was just, you know, kind of simmering tensions, and it was time for him to go. Right. So, here's a picture, though, of the Beach Boys right before Bruce Johnston left in all of their early 70s glory. They are, like, the most 70s-looking motherfuckers in the world. It's wild. They just look like dirtbags from the 70s, especially really Mike Love, because he has started yeah. losing his hair, but Well, and Mike Love also, we'll see in this video that we'll watch later, but he's also started wearing these weird, like, robe suit jacket things. Yeah. Where it's, like, made of robe Those material. really popular. But it's like... cut like a suit jacket, but it yeah. still has the robe belt, yeah. and he just wears it, like, over slacks and a button-up shirt Those and a tie. Those were super popular in the 70s. Confusing. Like, in a very specific Terribly ugly, era though. of the 70s. Yeah. They're awful, but, like, yeah. So, no. and then here's a great photo of them all hanging out with Ricky Fatar and Blondie Chaplin. Where, uh, How did... Where someone's in a poncho. Who yeah. is that? That's Mike, is in the poncho. 
And then Denny's wearing a like patchwork suede coat that is either amazing oh. or terrible, depending on your taste. And then Carl is wearing a a flannel over like long overcoat. Yeah, Carl actually kind of looks like a bad. He looks like he would be a uh, mob boss in the early seventies, right there. The coolest out yeah. of them. He Who looks the like he's nineteen seventy two Tony Johnson? Soprano. No, that's Al. Is that Al? Wow. No, yeah, Bruce and Brian aren't in that picture. It's just Denny, Al, Carl, Mike, and then I, I believe Blondie has the afro and Ricky Fatara has the long yeah. hair. So they went into this record um, wanting to get more kind of rock-y. Uh, yeah. And so it was... What did they think they had been doing before? Well, you know, none of the Beach Boys stuff is ever like rockin' rock. Yeah. yeah. And so, but like Carl really wanted, he wanted to use the Carl and the Passions thing to like, let's kind of get back to like basic rock and roll mm-hmm. and uh, make a dope record here. And in typical Beach Boys fashion, it just ended up being this weird patchwork thing where like everyone threw in some songs that they had written by themselves and none of them made any sense together. Yeah. Uh, it's only eight songs and 34 minutes which is not terrible for the beach boys for eight songs that's yeah pretty good yeah if they had had a normal amount of songs on that album it would have been like a normal (laughs) album Mm -hmm. it has two brian wilson songs and only one that he wrote alone uh that had lyrics by jack riley okay so as involved as he ever is um and then ricky fatar and blondie chaplin brought a couple of songs yeah. To the table that they played and sang completely by themselves, yeah. which is very obvious when you listen to the record. And then uh, Mike, for all of the like stuff about Brian disappearing during this time, Mike is nowhere. Like, th- he barely sang on the last record. Yeah. Well, I think people care because Brian was a big part of it, and well, uh, Mike has almost never been a big part of it that's true but just in terms of like assigning blame like yeah you know in terms of people not being involved like mike and al were not very involved during these records either so well none of them were really involved except carl Um, but like denny did he put all he had into it did do you think those wilson brothers did it yeah i do think carl put all he had into this yeah at least all he had when he was as drunk and high as he was um party yeah that's right so, uh, yeah, and then a couple Dennis Daryl songs and then a couple, like, group songs that are uh, actually kind of Al and Mike, but yeah. we'll get to those. Uh, at this point, the Beach Boys were really weird because Dennis was basically just a party animal. Carl and Brian were uh, both, like, weird and reclusive addicts, but Carl still got work done. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Al and Mike were just really into meditating and hanging out with their families, and kind of barely wanted to do music. It feels like pussies. And uh, and then so Ricky Fatar and Blondie Chaplin are somehow like the hardest working people in this band <laughs> on this record. Wow. Yeah. Even though like they're not members at all. So let's get into the track by track. I miss when we used to have uh, lineup changes like every. I know, it's been a while, but we'll get back to it a little bit soon. Well, John Stamos is coming up here. That's right. He's very soon. So, the very first track is You Need a Mess of Help to Stand Alone. I should double check what the singles were for this record. I believe they were kind of weird ones. This was the first single. Oh, no, they were the singles that make sense. This was the first one, and then Marcello was the second single, which we'll get to. Um, Yeah, okay. You Need a Mess of Help to Stand Alone. 
I mean, th the best drums they've had. <laughs> and that's all I can say about it. Oh, you don't like this song? Carl's, Carl's voice is very weird, but I think this song's a jam, man. I think, I mean, yeah, it's... If somebody else help to stand alone. If somebody else was singing it, it'd be a it bump. But the drums are very good. The drums are really good. Um I think this is fun. Like I like the violin. I like later there's some banjo, which I really like. No, the music in um, it is great. Yeah, I think this song is very weird but very fun. And like is so unlike anything the Beach Boys have done, but in a great way. But imagine if somebody else sang on it. How or Carl just used his normal voice. Yeah. Yeah. It just helped. like it would be like a nine out of ten song at that point. Oh, I don't know. I but, think it's pretty good. Like, why not have some weird fun, man? No one's buying this record anyway. <laughs> why no? But as somebody who's not a consumer in 1972, <laughs> yeah, you question the choice. There's yeah. that sweet banjo. I do like the, the banjo? Background. Yeah. There's like I was gonna say first banjo, but no, it showed up no, earlier. Yeah. So there's like three or four songs uh, that are just like modernish rock songs. That just, yeah. for some reason, throw a banjo in halfway through, and I love it every yeah, time. Yeah, but this one's great, because that and the yeah. violin give it like this oh, no, weird kind of country rock, I like, like it. rootsy yeah. feel that I do really like. Like, uh, The Who does it in Squeeze Box, yeah. and it's amazing. I do really like this part of this song. You like the weird shit like this. I don't the like breakdown? this part you of don't the song. Like the I don't like this breakdown. Oh, all right. There's some normal Carl vocal. Yeah, so I. Th this is the thing, though. On the like breakdown, his normal like wild honey kind of soulful vocal would have worked really well. No, it would have. It would have been great. You. But uh, in that breakdown, the only thing I do like is Carl's vocal. Like if it had been less, I, they just threw a lot of shit in there and sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next song. Here she comes. Walking down the street. This is the Ricky and Blondie song. Only they play on it. Only they sing on it. Sick bass line. Very like, good bass amazing line. Amazing bass line. Who's playing it? Just that vamping for the entire time. I believe it's Blondie. Be a, is it Blondie? So he's doing guitar and bass. I think they recorded all the instruments for this song. Oh, the piano is good too. It's not a Beach Boys song. This song fucking This song bumps. slaps, man. Yeah, it's it slaps. so good. That's what I was, yeah. It's not a Beach Boys song, though. No. No, it's the least Beach Boys song I've ever heard, maybe. But I and love it. it's so good. It's yeah. so good. The drums on this album are so good, people. Yeah, man. They are good. When I was listening to this, I was listening on... Um, and his voice is really good, too. Oh, like, really good. It's just wild, because it could not be less a Beach Boys track as the second song on a Beach Boys record. Yeah. But it's also an incredible song in it's a weird amazing. way. It's amazing. Like, I will throw this on playlist, but it's also, like, it ruins the record to some degree because oh, it's yeah. so it, not. It doesn't yeah. fit with anything, but a really good, like, I want to listen to this fucking band. Like, I want to listen to an album by just yeah, these dude. two dudes. The Flames, I believe the Flames ended up having one record after they left the Beach Boys. Yeah. But I I, I didn't do any research into whether it was actually that good yeah. or not. But if it's anything like this, because yeah. this good. This rules. And yeah. his voice is great, too. Yeah. He's got a nice kind of Almond Brothers esque, like, yeah. whine yeah. to his voice that's great. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And, like, when I was listening to this on Spotify, I had to check to see, like, it didn't, like, shuffle mm -hmm. into weird other stuff. And I was like, yeah. There's right? what? It's insane yeah. that this is on this album. 
Oh, that organ too. Yeah. He does sound very Greg Allman actually now yeah. that I said that. He sounds really Greg Allman-esque. Which I'm fine. Oh yeah. Greg Allman has a great voice. I love the Allman Brothers. Yeah. So this is somehow like know, the best Beach Boys song in like six years. Yeah. And, and should never have, have been on a record. Yeah. yeah. And the it's Beach wild. Boys have nothing to do with it. No. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it, it, it's so weird, man. It, but it's <laughs> I great. don't know how to process it. Yeah. Did you know that, so Dwayne Allman plays on uh, Layla? Yeah. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah. And I think I knew that when I was younger, but it blew my mind because it was like, he was in Derek and the Dominoes, which he wasn't really. So, but yeah, I think the he like was there one, for like a day, whatever. Yeah, yeah, is that he never really played with anyone. He just came down to like lay in additional guitar stuff. Yeah, so which like, is amazing because he's yeah he died like at my age, which yeah, is crazy because he did so much. I found a really great LP at the record store, like the used record store, a long time ago. That yep. was a double album, and it was just like it was all Dwayne Allman songs that he had played as like a session musician on. Yeah. And so it was like that song and like the Wilson Pickett, Hey Jude Which and a amazing. bunch of stuff just like that. That was, and it was a great record because oh, it was all so very good. cool stuff like that, where it was just yeah. a great Dwayne Allman solo in the middle. And then, so. you know, the weird thing about Derek trucks, right? Mm hmm. Where he like kind of joined the Allman brothers when he was like 12. Yeah. Because oh, his he was uncle was the drummer. Yeah. He's definitely a member. Butch. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. It's wild. That whole, the whole Allman brothers, like we should be, we should, Next podcast, the Home Brothers Brothers. I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Dwayne, here's a little slide guitar for you. Yeah. Dwayne Owen might be my favorite guitarist right now. He's so good. Oh, just at the moment. Well, <laughs> PJ, he's, he's been dead for a long time. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone goes through a Dwayne Allman phase oh. where your mind gets blown for like an entire year. I almost went. Then, yeah. I almost bought a new guitar the other day because I was playing and I was like, "That's getting some pretty good Dwayne Dwayne Allman tone." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, here she comes, fucking jam. He come down. This is the Al and Mike song. I'm glad we only talked about the Beach Boys on uh, this podcast. <laughs> it is a gospel style song that is about uh, transcendental meditation instead of the Bible. They're so annoying. The world <laughs> and who who's singing lead did you say uh mike and al yeah. i believe and then other people you know jump in Join for the in. harmonies but <sighs> this is mike i hate this song like it's not See. it's definitely not bad but it is not good Bad intro, good music at this yeah, part. Yeah, like the gospel part's kind of fun. Like just the idea of doing a gospel rave up yeah. is kind of fun for the Beach Boys. But just here's plumbing the, thing about, the depths of like yeah. what other harmonic part of gospel music though use. is like easily sing along and it's like catchy. This is not that. <laughs> no. This is like they jam so many lyrics into what they called a gospel song. The organ. Well, great. he's got to make sure and talk about you know. Got to make sure and read the yeah. entire TM brochure that he brought to the <laughs> yeah. studio that day. His voice isn't even good on this song. I think this is Al. Or Carl? This sounds like Carl, but. This isn't Carl. It credits is it? like the whole band this, with singing. That's so. not Carl for sure. It might be Carl. It might be Carl. Yeah. None of them sing well on this song. And no. like, I, I, at this point, all of them at some point have had a good voice. Yeah. This song, all of them suck. There is a, there's like the 
kind of breakdown-ish part at the end that yeah. is supposedly good, although I think it's just fine. But yeah. I think the Rolling Stone review from the time was like, that's a high point. But The, the 70s, like, early 70s Rolling Stone was buck wild. They had very strange opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But they are fascinating reads. They are very it's fascinating reads. great yeah. reading old, old reviews from them. And, like, it was the 60s. Or like late sixties was very tame. I mm-hmm. feel like as far as Rolling Stone goes, for the most part, yeah. And then, except for their weird Beatles hate. Yeah, I mean, of course that's strange. That aside, but then like mid seventies, it just gets kind of like it is today, like very well because they're all insanely coked up. Oh yeah, but but it was just for like five years where it was just like, what are you doing, Rolling yeah. Stone? From like Quit I would it. say from like seventy to seventy five. I think that's because that was the yeah. period where they despised Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So, I love the organ though. To be the fair. organ is good. Yeah, yeah. the analog Who's organ is that? great. Probably, probably one of the new guys. Yeah. The claps are good too. I they don't suck- credit anyone with organ. Yeah, I'm a sucker for claps on so songs. Denny or Brian probably. Yeah. Where is this part? Get to it. Ugh. I'm just going to skip that. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good summation of this album. I'm just going to skip it. I don't fucking care. Yeah, this, this I mean, it's fine. fine. Yeah, It's better than a lot of the song. All right, Marcella, the second single, and what is commonly thought of as the best song on this record. And a Brian song. Yeah. Who does that part? She's a Friday. I think Carl. Yeah. Pretty good song. The production does not work for me on this song. Like, it just sounds muddy and, like, all washed out. And, like, everything sticks together in this song. It's weird. No, I feel I mean, like I can't pick any of the parts of it out when I listen to it. I think you're I don't right. dislike it, but like Mess of a Help to Stand Alone this sounds is, so much better to me. Yeah. Just because like this is I don't like know, when Wall of Sound goes parts. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is just yeah muddy. I guess I I'd agree with that. I think it is a good song though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree that it's the best song on this record though. No, we've already heard Although, the best song on this record. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. But even the best Beach Boys songs, like the Beach yeah. Boys liner notes that we go off of a lot, like say this is they, they are like offended that Marcella wasn't a huge hit because they're like it's just the classic Beach Boys sound updated for the seventies, and I honestly don't think so. I don't hear that, and also <laughs> yeah, this shouldn't it should have done as well as it I think did. Marcella is pretty lame. It is yeah, it it could have been produced better, like you said, and also I, I like every part except for those or like you know every part is listenable i do not like those carl like i just think it doesn't work on this song or like with his voice at least yeah i I think he can he can belt it out but i don't think you should go that high when he belts it out yeah yeah this song just does not work for me for whatever reason maybe a few listens more and it would click but the solo is pretty good the solo is good and that is blondie i assume right i you gotta assume yeah the solo Speaking of Dwayne Allman again, it's very Dwayne Allman-y. Yeah, it is. 
Oh, that's Tony Martin, a session musician, played that solo on oh, Marcella. It's good. It is very good. It's good. Imagine if like uh the guys from the Flames and that guy and uh like Really, just any like if all of the session musicians that ha- have been great on the Beach Boys albums made a band, that <laughs> band would fucking rule. It's like all of yeah. the Beach Boys success that comes from all of the session yeah. players. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. All right, so that's the end of side one. After four tunes, okay, great. Uh, Hold on, dear brother is the next one. It's uh, another Ricky Fatar Blondie Chaplin song written for Brian to hold on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Not kidding. Uh, They were like, you know, whatever. Paying respects, man. I like the guitar in two octaves at the beginning. I think this song is very boring, and it's almost five minutes long. (laughs) Although, again, Blondie Chaplin has a great voice. Great voice. This song sucks. I don't think it sucks. I think that is harsh, which may be the only time... I've said that about a Beach Boys song, and you have. Yeah, well, you only defend the Beach Boys songs written by not Beach Boys. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, th- I mean, I don't think it's a great song. I think it's just kind of boring. It has potential, though. I think True. I think it has all the groundwork for something that could be like super cool. Yeah. Um, but they did not. But like, they didn't record enough well. cool yeah. guitar licks to go in the background exactly. or something. That's exactly what should have been done. Yeah, there should be a guitar lick like at the end of every. Should have gotten fucking Dwayne Allman on this. Yeah, I bet they could have. Probably. Why wouldn't Dwayne Allman want to play for the Beach Boys? <laughs> this is actually after he was. No, no, dead, no. The I Beach believe. Boys wouldn't have asked that. When did did he die? Seventy three or seventy one? Seventy one. Seventy one. You got. So he was not yeah. around. Yeah. No, I yeah. Is there a guitar solo in this song? Don't kind remember. Of. There's like just more background. steel guitar here. It's very George Harrison-y, but not n- nearly as good. Yeah, you can skip to the next song. We get it. Make it good. This is the first Dennis song. I hate Dennis's songs. <laughs> you don't need to turn it up. We know what's happening. <laughs> God damn it, Denny. <laughs> Denny. Not yeah, the back half of this record is like well and truly not worth flipping over to if you want to be OP, man. Yeah. You would never hear it. The first side is honestly pretty good. First side, yeah. Like, that's listenable music for sure. If you're a Beach Boys yeah. fan, keep that first side going. If somebody was playing it and we were all hanging out, I wouldn't have noticed. I would just be like, oh, cool. But then yeah. if they flipped it over to this, I'd be like, can you, can we change this? Except I, I'm not an Dean asshole, so better. I actually. It gets more orchestrated. That doesn't mean better, the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys All this should is learn that. more Another orchestrated Alan doesn't Mike mean better. Song. Well, maybe Denny, to be fair. Uh, well, even some of the Brian stuff didn't need to be that orchestrated. Yeah, that's true. It sounds like it's something off of Sunflower. Yeah. Yeah. It's another TM influence song. Yeah. Not crazy about it. I honestly didn't I don't remember this at song all. at all. No. Yeah. I listened to this album a bunch. Do not remember this one existing. It's not very good. It's not very bad. Let's do a little more in case something happens, but 
this and uh, I don't believe Jake still listens to podcasts. I think he listened to the episodes no he was on. Yeah. Uh, and never again. But Weezer to me is the most mediocre band where if like I hear a song by them, okay. I'm like, that happened. Right. And have zero opinion on it. Except for their covers, which sometimes I just take offense to. Yeah. Um, well, you're not wrong there. Yeah. This is uh, very much the same where it's just like nothing interesting about it, but it's not bad. It's not bad enough for me to have an opinion, but it's not good enough for me to have an opinion. It's just very like Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I'm yeah. with you. Next. That melody was kinda not bad. It was fine. You sure you want to go to the next song? Because uh, it's a five-and-a-half-minute Denny ballad. I mean, I don't want to go to the next <laughs> song, but I know we have to at some point. True, but we could stay here for a little longer. <laughs> That's just prolonging how much I have to listen to this There's, song and the uh, Denny song. A full two minutes of this left. So. Oh, man. Let's skip forward and see if anything happens. Nothing happens. It's just quieter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's like a Cuddle Up by Dennis Wilson. Ah. <sighs> And then there's one more after this, or nope, this is it. This is the last yeah. one. Okay. The night has come. Denny sings like he's this close to the microphone. It it okay. And also like something like his throat won't quite open all the yeah. way. <laughs> like he was just crying because uh, Brian yelled at him, and but he was like, "We have to record this now." Yeah. It's. It's like he gets as close as when I do my NPR voice. Yeah. Um, but then he sings. I don't hate your this shit song, together, but it's also it's so boring. Nothing. Like it's, it doesn't. It's not as bad as the last one for sure. The last one I would say is bad, but yeah. This one doesn't suck, but it's also you know five and a half minutes long. So why? Who Which, cares? in my opinion, if it's this boring and that long, unlistenable. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's true. I'm starting to get bitter about the Beach Boys again, Peter. Bitter? Well, well it's only going to get worse before it gets better. No, I know. Uh, like, you know how I was bitter about them at the beginning when I was like, none of this is yeah. good, and they're famous, and I don't I get don't it. I don't blame you. And Let's skip in again and I'm see what happens. Back to that point again, except for that, like the few songs on this that were fine. One song slapped. You were right about that. All right, so that's Carl and the Passions. <laughs> so tough. Okay, so this record... There's some other interesting points to this record. So first of yeah. all, the uh, when it was released in stores initially, it did not say the it, it, well. It said the Beach Boys on the cover, but in very right. tiny, hard to read letters. Oh, but so nobody mostly knew. it just said Carl and the Passion so tough on it, yeah. and then like in this small font all the way across the top that blended in with the window of the car, it said Beach Boys. Uh, mm. so very weird and. It also came packaged with another Beach Boys LP. Oh. You want to guess which one? Uh, so one we've already... Oh, yes. A previous Beach Boys LP was re-released as a bonus to Carl and the Passions. So tough. Wild Honey. Nope. Pet Sounds. <laughs> that was going to be my second guess. Why? Yeah. Is it so oh, that? yeah, baby. Is it so that they could remind people, like, they were good one time? Honestly, yes. And, like, reviewers at the time noted it, too. Like, in the Rolling Stone review, the guy was like, so they were just assuming no one would like the new record? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was Get more really, bang for your buck. It was real weird, man. Like, honestly, 
who fucking knows. But I mean, um, I wish they would do that now and throw you a fucking bone if you buy <laughs> a shitty album like this. You get like a good yeah, one. Yeah, it is weird. So okay, so we're also gonna watch a little bit of oh, this yeah. YouTube video. Not the whole thing. I just kind of want PJ to see like the Beach Boys in this era in action. They're playing live on the BBC. Right. And here we go. They're playing You Need a Mess of Help to Stand Alone. So let me just describe it. Well, I'll describe it when the video starts. Let's go. Here we go. So the very first thing to note is that they are clearly lip syncing to the song. But it is also a different version of the song than is on the record. Like, they're obviously not actually playing or singing. But they're also not yeah. lip syncing to the recorded version. I'm guessing, I guess, they must have done a they, sound check yeah. version that they're singing along to. But either way, it's pretty funny how little, like, Ricky Fatar is drumming. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even Carl. He, so there's Daryl Dragon in the back and his dumb captain's hat yeah oh yeah which apparently according to legend mike gave him the captain name oh because he wore that hat and mike went what are you yeah. a fucking captain and then <laughs> that's captain kind of awesome. stuck so yeah i mean to be fair it's a really douchey hat to knit yeah. to wear yeah it's terrible martin lawrence wears one in the new trailer for that beach bum movie oh yeah you're gonna see that oh yeah i just love harmony korean he's such an edgelord yeah i don't so, know who that is Carl, he's the director. Okay. So Carl is wearing a very, very heavy denim shirt. Yeah. With the sleeves rolled up. He has a huge beard and long hair, and he's a pretty big dude, but honestly looks like an awesome, like, rock and roll version of Jim Henson and plaid pants. Oh, yeah. Like, Carl looks like he should be leading a 70s rock band. If I had plaid pants on right now and long hair, yeah. I could oh, pass yeah. for Carl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't not look like Carl Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is wearing his trademark bathrobe suit top. Oh, God. He <laughs> looks like he should be in Captain and Tennille. He looks like a character from a Wallace and Gromit cartoon. Because <laughs> he's also wearing a gigantic, like, yeah. flat cap. Oh, it's wool. so dumb. He's bad at hats, And then man. has, like, khaki, bell-bottom khakis and loafers on. And then, like, a patterned, probably polyester shirt And underneath. maybe the thickest ginger beard I've ever seen yeah. on a man. So, and he's also just singing, quote-unquote, and just kind of like moving around and dancing a little yeah. bit with the hat that is like twice the size of his head. It's incredible. His dance moves are honestly pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he still doesn't know how to dance. Yeah. It's great. I, I kind of like him. So, and then Blondie's just rocking out on bass, uh, playing an SG bass, which is way which is too cool. cool for the Beach Boys. I almost bought uh, a fake one on eBay, like yeah. a vintage one from the 70s that That's was pretty fake. cool. Yeah. Ricky is in the back barely touching the drums. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm forgetting. Oh, so Al's up there. Oh, there's Denny. There's our Denny sighting playing uh-huh, keyboards yeah, yeah. with an empty pack of cigarettes on the piano yeah. in front of him. And then Al is wearing a beanie and a weird-ass shirt and I, honestly just looks like a homeless man who's like, these are the clothes that were under the bridge when I woke up this morning. He does look like a, like, exact, he looks like what every homeless man in a movie looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's playing a twelve-string guitar, yeah. but not with a pick. He's just playing he's with just his thumb. Fucking that bad boy. Yeah, they're not. Uh, no, they're Carl, not pretending. Carl is giving it his all. Yes. Uh, for lead, but you Carl can still and tell Mike he's not are trying it. really yeah. hard, and no one else is at all. Yeah. Although Denny's actually singing, I think he's not even just. Oh, Denny's playing an organ. Nice. Yeah. I like. So that, this video yeah. is 
honestly awesome. Like, if you're at all interested in the Beach Boys of this era, it's just called Beach Boys. You need a mess of help if any of our listeners want to look it up on YouTube. It's great to see their it's live wild. stuff from, like, 1964 and then yeah. watch this because it's like, oh, cocaine did really take a toll on all of them. Well, but the thing is, is that coming up oh, in a very soon episode, that's not the way that's said. We know what you mean. In an upcoming episode in the next couple, we're going to talk about their live records. And the one that was released in, I forget now if it's 73 or 74 off the top of my head, but the one that's released in the next couple of years yeah. has this version of the band on it with uh, Captain and Tennille and uh, Ricky Vitar and Blondie Chaplin. Cool. And no Brian. And that is supposed to be like their best live record. And it's supposed to capture them at like their best live. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. because of all of the people who aren't the Beach Boys. <laughs> well, yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. But. I don't know. The drumming on this album is amazing. That's Carl and the Passions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think you want to give it for a rating? Something I hadn't thought about at all, but now seems very hard to do. Four to ten. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a four. I, um, and the only reason it's that high is because of the Blondie. I don't remember either of their names. Blondie, Blondie Chaplin, Chaplin and Ricky Fatar. They're only around for two records. You don't yeah. Need to remember them. That's well, fair. That's not true. The live record they yeah. come up to. It's only because of that song that it gets a four even. Yeah, I am actually... Because that song slaps. For the first time yeah. in a long time, Yeah, I am agreeing with you on a post-Pet Sounds record. It's... It's not good. Like, I would struggle spending the money on this record because it's yeah. like... You could just add, like, a couple songs yeah. to a playlist, but, like, having the whole thing in your collection, if you're not a Beach Boys completist, feels insane. Oh, yeah. Because why the why fuck would you, would listen you need to, to listen to more than the first three songs, yeah, basically? Yeah, exactly. The back half sucks. The back half's terrible. And then it's also only eight songs long. So yeah. three songs is, like, almost half the record. Yeah. And so that's why, but like, also, if yeah, five is technically terrible. average. Per side. No, no, no. If it not, oh, I like, see. If, five, if five out of yes. ten is average. This is absolutely below average, especially for the Beach Boys recently. I'm giving it a three. This is the first. I'm going lower because this is the first yeah. album since a long time, since their early 60s stuff. This is probably the first album since like 1964 that I, I legitimately will not yeah. listen to again outside of a song or two. However, every single other album that we've talked about, even the ones I don't love, I do feel like I'd put on if I was like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of in the mood for that. See, but I would never put this whole record on. I, I would never do that either. I'm going 4 out of 10 because, to me, it was not as unlistenable as some of the records that we've listened to. With the, which true. are the ones you love, some of them. Um, but it wasn't completely... Like, I wasn't, like, banging my head against the wall listening to it like I was with fucking Surf and Safari or whatever. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't good. Yeah. So that's why the four. This is maybe the first time I've rated an album higher than you. The last time we went this low with a rating, by the way, yeah, the Christmas album. Oh wow! In 1963. Is that what we both gave it? A four and a three? No, we gave it like twos and threes, I think. Yeah. And then even like shut down was a five. All summer long is the last time where we both went. Shut down was three fine. Out of ten. Shut down was better than this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, Carl in the Pat. You're right that it's not unlistenable, and part of that just goes to them being better musicians now. You yeah. know, like it's like we talked about last week with our average ratings skewing up post Pet Sounds. A yeah. lot of that just has to do with they like know, they all know vaguely how to like put together songs and stuff now, yeah. and so like the so they for do error that, is different. but maybe they shouldn't. You know, yeah. But this is the first album since that pre '60s stuff where I'm just like. 
I just actually feel like it's crappy and bad. It's a bad album. Yeah. Whereas even annoying parts of stuff like Sunflower, I still yeah. See, shrug off as like they're experimenting. I don't even want to call it a bad album, to be honest. It's just like it exists, and that's all it does. Yeah. Except for that one song, which is very good. I'm giving it a four, I think, because of that one song, because it, it is good. But it, as an album, yeah. garbage. True. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Uh, that's fine. I've done that before. Yeah. Historic. Uh, is, Historic you know, moment in Beach Boys Boys history. You go lower or higher than I do. Yeah. I think it actually might. Ooh, we should check. I, I just believe went through all that is the correct. Ratings, yeah. Let's see. Oh wait. Oh wait. No. You go lower than or you yeah. go higher than I do. No, I usually go lower. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. got confused. I was like, oh, I went higher than you on the last record. Yes. Some of them we've we've done the same. I believe yeah. Pet Sounds we both give a ten, and then Wild Honey we maybe both give a nine. We have or only something. ever we have only ever rated something the same, or I've rated it higher than you. Yeah. This is the first record where Historic. you gave it. A and honestly, I'm tempted to go three, but yeah, it's probably a three, but that's fine. I think you're probably right. I mean, if we were giving it halves, which we don't, yeah, I would give, probably give it a three and a half. But do you think? And this is legitimate. Do you think we're being too kind to it? Like looking back at some think, of these really early I think '60s records where we're giving like to twos and threes, yeah. As a matter of course, like I feel like it might be a two or a three record because those other those other albums, I think I'm had being too like kind to it. Yeah, two songs on them that were good, and then eight crappy ones. See, and I so d- this one having six I like, crappy ones I, and two fine ones. Like, I like these one these songs that are better more than I like the songs that were better on the early albums. I'm not positive I do. If you showed me oh. Mess of Help to Stand Alone and Lana, I might choose Lana. I don't like you know? Lana, though. Yeah. See, I don't I'm just like, trying to I think like of like good music. songs off other bad records. I know? think you were giving it about a right red. I think I would pop down to three, but I think I've already said four at this point. And I, I might reevaluate when we go through it again. But yeah, right now it's a four, I guess. I, I want to give man. it a three, but I feel like I've already said four. So like, think I, of Surfer Girl. So it's got Surfer Girl. Bad song. Catch a wave, great song. Which one's catch a catch a wave? Do 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 the top no. of the world. Bad but song. that's the one with the harp. The harp is good. It's so good. Surfer Moon. Nope. The ballad that I love. That South I Bay hate. Surfer. Bad. That we all love. Rocking Surfer. Bad. Little Deuce Coop again. Worst. In my room. Great. Bad. Hawaii. Bad. bad. Surfers rule. Bad. bad. Car club. Bad. bad. Summer dream. Bad. bad. Boogie Woody. Bad. So like one or two good songs. I didn't like any songs on that one. You gave it a four out of ten. Did I? <laughs> yeah. I think I've been too kind to the albums I don't like. I don't think that's altogether. True. I think a four out of ten for that record is fine. Because it's like listenable. I don't know. I might reevaluate. I do like this better than what's that garbage? It was either the first or second album that we both like. This fucking blows. I think we both give probably, it a one. Probably probably Surfing Surf, USA. Surfing USA. That Surfer uh, Jam or whatever it is off of. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Because this album is better than that one. Ostensibly, yes. Yeah. But it's literally just, they're a better band. I just but hate, I don't think like the song I hate. I hate the better. surf rock, man. Well, yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Four and three out of ten. Well, that's all I got for Carl and the Passions, PJ. Anything yeah. you want to say before we go for this week? I wish that an album with a cool name, because I do like the name of this album. Carl and the Passions, so tough. Yeah. Well, the so tough could be out of there. But Carl and the Passions, I think, is a pretty funny name for an album and like just pretty good 
Yeah. Um, wish it was a better album, but it is a bad album. It is terrible. Yeah. All right. <laughs> In the beach. Yeah. We finally got there. Yeah. Through all of the like late sixties, early seventies stuff that is, uh, like generally by the general public looked at as a bad period for them. Yeah. We finally got to a record that is unequivocally just a bad record. It's a bad from record. From this era, yeah. which is, can you admit, impressive given what you knew about the Beach Boys before you went into this podcast. I think, honestly, I'm surprised long. that I like the era of Beach Boys that I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, well, I'm not actually either because... I don't like any of their early stuff and like no. the middle stuff is nothing like that. So yeah, yeah. they changed sound enough. It's kind of hard yeah. to like. Yeah. All right. We will see you next week on the beach boys, boys play us out. Pete with the best beach boys tune released in 1972. Yeah. That bass, man. So good. <laughs> <laughs>